Welcome to the Brunch and Slay podcast, your weekly dose of inspiration. Well, we remember that if she can, I can, we all can. I'm your host, Amira Sain, founder of Brunch and Slay, a lifestyle brand created to inspire women to live their best life every day. You know, I hope that it's no secret that I am a true believer and I'm a believer of speaking things into existence and allowing our minds, our souls, our energy to put things out in the universe that we can't even begin to believe that we are worthy of or believe that they found their way back to us. I'm a firm believer that the more you manifest, the more you believe, the more you receive. It is a muscle that must be strengthened. My whole life is a definition of manifestation from my my birth to where I am now. I know without a doubt, without thinking twice, that there's power in our minds and in our speech and in the things that we allow to come to us. And so I'm so excited to answer the call every time, right? I even keep a manifestation journal. I don't know if I ever share that, share that with y'all. I literally speak things, I ask for things, and every time they come to fruition, I jot them down. So those moments when I'm full of self-doubt, when I'm full of angst, and I'm wondering how something's going to happen, a little voice inside of me reminds me to go to that journal and look at the proof of the power of I am. So... I think you're going to enjoy today's show because we are talking to Heather Dominique, who is a person who knows all about A Course in Miracles. She answers the call and she helps people navigate their businesses through manifestation and understanding. And I know you're probably listening like, how are you going to run a business with manifestation? Uh, Hello, you're listening to Brunch and Slate. Everything about this brand came from uh, quiet. (laughs) It came from quiet. It came from meditation. It came from manifestations, from appearing on the news to gaining big contracts to figuring out how to take a Instagram and pop-up brunch series to become a media agency where I'm serving Fortune 500 companies. It's all here. Well, today we have someone who's new to the show. Well, obviously she's new to the show, but what she does is something we haven't talked about a lot. You guys know that you hear me talk a lot about manifesting and believing and just energy period right and if you're like me then maybe sometime in your life you felt a little bit more of a connection to people energy wise or a drive or a calling on something that's really pulling you a calling on your soul or some kind of gravitation and i know a lot of times when we feel that we tend to think uh what is this? Maybe we ignore it. Maybe we act on it and we live the dream. Well, today's guest is some person who kind of helps you hash out that sensitivity and really dive in deep on what your calling is. She is a highly sensitive leader. Uh, she's the founder of How to Create. Uh, I'm sorry, a creator of business miracle. Uh, uh, ah, I can't talk today. She's a creator of business and miracles and a highly sensitive leadership. She has me all bubbly and gooey inside because I love what she's about. And this is so on par. You guys have heard me say it a billion times about 
how the universe will send you exactly what you're seeking. And a lot of times on the show that happens, and I'm always surprised a little bit and a little giddy about just the favor that is bestowed upon all of us and all of you listening. So help me welcome to the show, Miss Heather Dominic. Hello, Heather. Hi, how are you? So so happy to be here today. This is going to be a great conversation. I can tell. I know. And I'm over here all tongue tied and giddy because A Course in Miracles is like on my list of conquering. So the fact that you're already ahead of the game. Hello. Mm, Thank you, creator. Okay. Yes. Yes. Love that. Yeah. I've been a student of the course for, oh my gosh, since I was 14 and I'm about to turn 50. So you do the math. (laughs) Wow. Like I'm speechless, y'all. And you know, that doesn't happen very often. (laughs) (laughs) So we got to dive in. I know that there's going to be folks listening who haven't heard of it, right? And they don't really know anything about highly sensitive leaders. And I know this is all new content. So forgive me if if it bores uh, or if it's something that you answer all the time. But first of all, let's talk about that. Let's talk about what it means to be a highly sensitive leader. Yeah, for sure. So I think first it's probably valuable to just look at the phrase highly sensitive and first and foremost, just to say those, those are not my words. So this really comes from a lot of research in the world of psychology and a woman by the name of Dr. Elaine Aaron. She's really most well known for her research in regards to what it means to be a highly sensitive person. So in short, if you're a person who's highly sensitive, you experience stimulation at a much higher degree than someone who's not highly sensitive. So that could be anything from like sounds, smells, touch, energy, information. And if you don't know how to work with your highly sensitive nervous system, the world can feel like really overwhelming. If you do know how to work with your highly sensitive nervous system, then the world is this beautiful, intuitive landscape to really be able to navigate. And so the work that I do is really about how to train your nervous system so that you are really using it from a strength perspective to really support you in either really excelling in entrepreneurship or also just as a leader in any degree within your life, whether it's within your work, whether it's within your family, whether it's just within yourself. So that's really the the scoop in regards to what it means to, to be highly sensitive and how to apply that sensitivity into leadership. Wow. So I have to ask this because I want people to have a clear understanding. Would you say that the high sensitivity, the high sensitivity that you're referring to is something kind of like that gut feeling? In some cases, it's that intuition that kind of tells you to go right when you go right or don't cross that street. Absolutely. So because your system, your nervous system, I think that's another uh, important part to mention through the research is that being highly sensitive is literally how you were born into the world. Like your nervous system is wired differently, again, to bring on stimulation at a much higher degree. So it's not something that your parents did to you. You didn't pick it up on the playground. It's not because of that weird drink you had in college. (laughs) You know, it's literally who you are. So when, again, you have it really work for you, then yes, it is your gut really speaking to you. And I think it's always important to mention that 
everyone has this available to them, whether they're highly sensitive or not. But if you are a highly sensitive person, then it's available to you at a higher degree in the same way that overwhelm probably will occur at a much higher degree for you as well. So I know you're a researcher, right? And you've, you've been in this, like you said, for decades. So I'm sure that you know or can answer the question for me. Why is it that that dissipates? Like we're born into it. It's already there. And then we have to rediscover it. So that's that's this awakening part. And I think a lot of times when we're talking about our pivot and a calling on our souls and our life's calling, we use that terminology, but we don't really talk about the science, right? Or the things that we could on our own fine tune. Why is it, do you feel that, that it, it goes to sleep on us? Yeah, for sure. It's a great, great question. I so appreciate that. I mean, it really comes down to socialization, right? So a lot of the work that I do, I refer to the social self versus your highly sensitive essential self. And for those of us who are highly sensitive, somewhere along the line, well, let me back up and say this. Also, according to the research, there's only 20% of us who are born into the world highly sensitive. So somewhere along the line, as a highly sensitive family, school, work, you got the message most likely that you were different. And that's literally just numbers, right? It's just probability. So the majority of the world, 80% of the world is not highly sensitive. So the majority of the world is designed for the other 80%. So somewhere along the line, you got the message unconsciously, unspoken, wow, wait, I'm kind of like experiencing the world different than those around me. And then what the mind immediately interprets because of socialization is I'm different, which means I'm wrong. And then you start to try to hide who you are so that you can fit in, so that you can be accepted, so that you won't seen, be seen as the odd one out. And then we lose track. We lose track of who we are. We lose track of, again, our essential selves. And then, as you so beautifully said, hopefully there's a period of rediscovery, right? There's a period of reawakening. There's a moment somewhere in your life where you're like, wait a minute, like I am so tired of feeling like I can't be myself. And then the journey begins. And then hopefully, as you said, you connect in with who you are as an essential being, what your calling is, what your purpose is, how it is that you're meant to be here serving in the world. Right. Man, that's a lot right there. So, but but it makes total sense to me. So, how did you realize that you were highly sensitive? Because I'm sure, especially at 14, right? You're already all over the place, hormonal. There's a lot of things going on, and you had some major events happen in your life around that age. Tell us about your your journey. Yeah, for sure. Well, I did not discover that I was highly sensitive at 14. I was connected to the psychological and spiritual curriculum of Course in Miracles when I was 14, and that is because my mother died. So my mother died when I was 14. She was in a bicycle accident, and literally just two weeks later, we were taking her off life support. And I'm sure just anyone can imagine that has an impact, right? And so my father did the best that he can. I'm an only child 
of trying to support, um, you know, that's a whole nother podcast conversation. (laughs) One of the great things that he did is he connected me with A Course in Miracles. And so I began a study of A Course in and mostly through Marianne Williamson and her work, where I was listening to like bootlegged tape recordings, like literally cassette recordings. So again, just aging myself out and, and then started studying the course. And I've always been a student of the course. When I decided to transition careers from being a public high school teacher, which was my first career, into being self-employed, it was a massively terrifying experience. And again, at that point, I still didn't know that I was highly sensitive. So I'm making this huge leap into entrepreneurship, not understanding that I'm highly sensitive and literally feeling everything so intensely. It was absolutely terrifying. And so I brought my study of the course into being self-employed and I did really well, you know, in like the first like eight, nine years of being self-employed and I absolutely hit a dark night of the soul. I had just been studying and doing what the coaches I was working with at the time told me to do. I did really well. I, I brought my business across a million dollar mark and I paid massively for it. I was extremely overwhelmed. I was overworked. I was overexhausted. And that was when I discovered that I was highly sensitive because it it was a real choice point for myself. And I really went into, like I said, a dark night of the soul where I questioned, like, if this is what it means to be self-employed, like, I'm not really sure this is for me. And if I don't do this, then what do I do? And through that time of exploration and, and, you know, searching and self-inquiry, I was led to Dr. Aaron and through her work discovered that I was highly sensitive. When I learned that I was highly sensitive, I was like, oh my gosh, well, this changes everything. I have to go about this whole thing differently. I have to go about business differently. I have to go about my relationships differently. I have to go about life differently. And so that's really then where the two came together because according to A Course in Miracles, the definition of a miracle is a shift in perception. So it's not something that happens to you. It's something that happens through you. And when I discovered I was highly sensitive, I thought I was like, oh my gosh, this is it. Like I literally have to see things differently. And that's where A Course in Business Miracles was born. And the fusion between that concept of a shift in perception as a miracle and what it is to then be empowered as a person who's highly sensitive, so much so that you're equipped to be able to lead in your business and your life. That's really where the two came together. Wow. So I, I mean, how is it, because I'm sure there's some folks listening and they want to identify and they want to figure out, is that what's been the problem? Is that what the disconnect is? What are some things that you can share with us or ways that people may have an inkling uh, to move forward on diving deeper into finding out if they're truly highly sensitive? Yeah, for sure. So, you know, again, you experience the world differently, right? You process it differently. Most likely you think about things more deeply than those around you. You have a keen ability to listen deeply. 
you're one of those people that you can almost like hear between the lines when someone's speaking. You definitely have a strong intuition. You're also very empathetic. You can really identify with someone else in their experience. You have that ability to put yourself in their shoes. Most likely you are spiritual by nature in whatever way that shows up for you. And you have this ability to like really work with language. And that shows up very differently for a lot of highly sensitives. But we also are very creative. So might be that you are really, you know, attuned to poetry or music or writing, or you have an ability to interpret language, all different kinds of ways. Those are all the positive attributes. What might be in the way, which you might also you know, identify with and understand that you're highly sensitive is what I refer to more as the highly sensitive shadows. And that is where you tend to overwhelm really easily. You tend to feel over-responsible. So if someone else is having a feeling or an experience, you feel like it's your responsibility because you can feel it. So you want you, it's your responsibility to fix it. You also can tend to be very overprotective of yourself and of others, trying to shield yourself from the overstimulation of the world. You can tend to be very internally critical and also internally, internally critical of others. And you can also really feel and sense that, um, you know, because you take in stimulation at such a high degree, it can often really impact your digestion and just your overall health and well-being. So those are just some inklings on both sides of the coin, right? Like the really great stuff, like being intuitive and the not so great stuff, like getting overwhelmed super easily. Right. So I'm sitting here, y'all. My mind is blown because all these years I thought I was just a typical Virgo. <laughs> <laughs> like everybody says, like she's describing me and I'm like, girl, no, really? <laughs> uh, because everybody just says that's your type A Virgo. And, and it's it, it in some ways it's great because the attention to detail, dotting every I, crossing every T and expecting greatness of others is great for business. Right. But at the same time, the inner turmoil that comes from did I talk to them too harshly? Did I did I overstep? Did I not? take it from their point of view? Did I overreact because I am a perfectionist? Like what? That's a lot there, right? So, I mean, Absolutely. I'm sure that when it comes to the challenges of normalizing, right? If you can't even use that term and in, in, in this, when you know that you're different, you know that you're different, right? You know, when you hear this, you know who you're, who, if this is for you or not, you know, immediately. Um, when you know that a lot of times it's society, you're told to bottle it up, right? Tuck it away. It's bragging. If you say you're great at something, it's too much for people to handle because most people don't go after something and get it right. Like all these things, all these things that should be reinforcing the fact that you have something great that you're supposed to offer to others instead of society telling you, you are a natural leader. Let's just hone in and, and cultivate that leadership quality because we need leaders. That's the truth. We need leaders no matter what. And that's about 20% of the world probably are leaders, right? So that makes perfect sense to me, everything you're saying. Um, but when we talk about those challenges in making it mainstream or making it adapt to the world around you, I, let's talk about those because in yeah. coping, coping with this, yeah. this thing, once you identify it, right? How do we truly dig in deep and not come off as a total asshole, basically, for 
lack of better words, uh, when, you're, when you're sharing this and you're sharing the drive that's going to help whoever and whatever go to the next level, because that's what we need, right? Yeah, for sure. For sure. Well, I think you really zeroed in on like one of the most important aspects, which is that again, if you are highly sensitive, you're experiencing the world differently, which means then that you're also meant to lead differently. Even if we're talking about leading within your family or just leading within your life or leading an organization or an association or a team or a business, but it's going to look different than leadership has looked up until now because we are intuitive by nature and we've also been taught that's not enough. We've been taught that intellect outweighs intuition. But that's really just been a societal choice. So there's that, right? And so then there's there's a choice point if you are a person who's highly sensitive where you need to make the decision. I am willing to be different. I am willing to be different within my family. I'm willing to be different within my business. I'm willing to be different within my work. I'm willing to be different within my life. I'm willing to be different within the world. I am, I'm willing to do that because I recognize that through that willingness, which also connects back to a course, the Course in Miracles, right? It just says there's just a little bit of willingness is needed in order for a miracle to, to occur. So if I'm willing, well, then I can start getting busy. I can start getting busy being in the world from a place that's more natural to who I am. But that choice point, which you also really spoke to, is is going to come with the need for some deep inquiry and a deep decision, which is I need to learn how to really use my highly sensitive self in a way that works for me and in a way that works for the world. Because most likely up until now, as you said, you have just been coping right? And you try to squash that part of you that's highly sensitive so that you can fit in. And so there needs to be a shift from, I'm going to cope to, you know what, I'm going to really learn how to use my system to create. And I'm really here to, to make an impact in the world. And I've been designed this way on purpose. But most people who are highly sensitive they're not there. They're just like, how can I get by? How can I get through this day without, you know, being totally overwhelmed? So there's some key choice points there. That's, that's what we're really talking about. More Brunch and Slay after this. There's a place that shines a light on women who operate in excellence, a place that creates experiences for women and partners with entrepreneurs and businesses and brands who value your dollars. That place is brunchandslay.com. It's experiences you love, connections you crave, and content that inspires. Brunchandslay.com. We're building something. And now back to Brunch and Slay. You know, I love... A lot of times as I hear, like I'm hearing you speak and I'm learning new things and I love the commonalities because so many times people challenge a new thought, right? They challenge a new way of thinking or a new discovery, whether it be A Course in Miracles or any other thing, because so many times they align very closely with spirituality. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of people who are, are having discovered the depth of spirituality and they just practice a religion. 
typically think that this is blasphemous or all these other different things, right? And what I'm hearing, even when you're when you're saying just a little bit, the similarities in different books of faith from mustard Absolutely. seed faith, right? Yeah. That's what a little bit is. If you totally. believe it's a little bit, that's a mustard seed, right? Mm-hmm. If you um, if you surrender. Meaning you accept it. Guess what? I'm out of it. I'm okay with being different. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with living the life. You, whatever Absolutely. it is I'm supposed to do, go ahead, universe, show me, go ahead. I am, show me. And it's all the same. And if we can just get beside ourselves and say that all these things have the same core values, we just have overlooked them for a fear of rules, right? Yes. We let the rules of religion and it st- stagnate us from our spiritual journey here as beings on this earth, in my opinion. Yes, absolutely. Right. So I'm hearing you and it's just like bells are ringing, things are clicking and dominoes are falling because I love that no matter where you are, there are some texts that meet you where you are to get you to identify and open up these parts of your, of of your you, right? (laughs) Yes. Well, I totally agree with you. And my opinion is, is that, you can find the same message in so many different ways just because the universe is trying every single avenue to get the message across to us. Mm. That's all, right? And then religion, as you said, you bring that in and then we're just back to social self versus essential self, right? And I definitely understand some people, as you said, find it blasphemous, have difficulty. But religion was designed to try to control where spirituality is an opportunity to expand. And whatever message, whatever messenger, I should say, that works for you to deliver the message, great, in my opinion. (laughs) Mine too. Mine too. You know, and I say that the reason why I kind of attempted to dissect it a little bit is because I know that a lot of times we have to meet people where they are. And I think that someone listening perhaps is on the fence or has questions. And I want them to know we're not saying we create the wheel, we're saying dive deeper. We're saying that there's a reason why you have this inkling or this urge and you should, em- you should embrace it and you should investigate it. Um, yes, absolutely. For sure. I, I truly, and I think, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. I'm sorry. I, I just yeah. truly believe that we're in an awakening and of, of, a, of a massive capacity and the power that comes from, and I say women are in a, in a strong position of that right now, because I don't know if there's a, whatever the, the, the Venus is in something. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but there's something around the female energy right now that's really having us tie into one another, I feel. I mean, look at this conversation right now. I didn't know you last week. <laughs> you know, I didn't even know any of this, nor did I know I needed to talk about this today. But I'm I'm open to it because I know that I will get something out of it. And I know that these are tough. When you're at that place where you know that you should be doing something different and you know it, and you just don't know how to navigate it. You're searching for answers and you're searching for a path. Now, with you take, oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah, you had something too. <laughs> <laughs> no, absolutely. It's all good. The only thing I'll say is really just to, to piggyback on everything that you're saying in regards to this, this is a pivotal time, right? We have to acknowledge that just experiencing the global pandemic uh, experiencing, you know, the racial injustice and the racial movement of 2020, everything is pointing in the direction of it is time to do things differently. The old way did not work so well. It only worked for a few. And 
we need to be willing to enter into the conversation of what it means to do things differently. And so that's where I feel that those of us who are highly sensitive, our time has come and we have something to contribute at this pivotal time because of the way that we process the world differently. And because also one of our strengths as a highly sensitive is that we have a deep belief in justice. So think about that combination of, say, intuition, empathy, deep belief in justice, deep listener, and imagine what things would be like if a person with those qualities was leading rather than taking the back seat because, oh, I'm different. Oh, I don't want to really be, you know, found out as, you know, not being like everyone else. Oh, I want to fit in. We need to get rid of that crap. And we really need to just say, no, I'm willing to, to be uncomfortable with maybe someone not fully agreeing with what I have to say or the way that I have to say it, or that I tend to take longer to think things through or to make a decision or because I'm going to do it differently than everyone else out there on the internet is doing. I mean, again, I think 2020 has really shown us like, you know, time to get out of the playpen and time to really dive into the work. And, and we, again, as highly sensitives are poised to be able to lead the way and being spiritual by nature is also just one of those qualities that we have available to us and can really be so supportive in leadership now more than ever. Man, that's, I don't even know what to say to that because I'm just not in my head. She can see me y'all. So we're, we're actually looking at each other. (laughs) And I know y'all can't hear me, but I, I believe that we've been told it's time to do something different. And a lot of people, the, the, the turmoil that we're, that we're seeing and witnessing right now is the upheaval of people saying, I don't want different and different makes me uncomfortable. Right. So I'm going to act right. out. It's just like a kid throwing a tantrum. The world right. is throwing a tantrum. Right. Absolutely. Right? Yes. Yes. I mean, we have like, we've been given this great opportunity, right? It's like, and, and, and the majority of us are failing, right? This experiment of like, okay, here, you can't do all the things that you did six months ago. You can't go all the places that you went six months ago. And the system's not going to run the way it did six months ago. And just like you so beautifully said, the majority of people are lying on the floor, pounding their fists and wailing. And that is just not what we need right now. Right. And, and that to go even a little bit more uh, into it is just the energy. The energy is shifting, right? So the energy that's being expelled by those acting out is resonating and it's floating and it has to sink in, which is why we're seeing a lot of darkness. The energy that a wave of us are trying to put out the goodness is, is working its butt off to to have these things to slide into email boxes to say, Hey, let's talk about this to all these things. Listen, if you've heard this more than once this week, this is for you or this month or the last six months or whatever the case may be, that means that there's more for you. And I love that you offer um, help. You offer 30 minutes for people to come in and learn more and dive a little bit deeper about this journey. Um, share a little bit about that because I'm sure, I mean, if I was listening to this and I didn't, hadn't done some work, I'd be like, what, let me, how do I get in touch with this person? What do I need to know? So let's talk about what steps you help people take and what you can offer them, you know, to help them through this journey, because it is yeah, confusing. For sure. Absolutely. So 
there's lots of ways that when the global pandemic hit that I really stepped up to offer and serve and support as part of this. How do I think differently? How do I process differently? How do I dare to be out in the world differently? And one of those ways, which is one of the things that I think I hear you referring to is every Monday, I host a live free weekly activation. And on that weekly activation, I'm going through the 50 principles that are in A Course in Miracles and how to take those principles and apply them to highly sensitive leadership. So there's 50 principles in the course and each week we focus on one of them. You can join at any time. You're never behind. The work will always resonate right where you are and you can absolutely use it and apply it. Focus yourself for the week and then come back in the next Monday. So uh, folks can find that at weeklyactivations.com, weeklyactivations.com. Again, free, my gift, and a great way to look at, okay, how can I begin to be supported in doing things differently? That's really cool. Um, And that's a great intro, right? Because a lot of times we want to take baby steps and we want to slowly ease into whatever the transition is. But I often wonder when I talk to someone like you who's experienced a ton of success, you've had a a business that's thrived and made over seven figures consistently for years. Why do you want to help others? Why even put the time and energy into waking people up and just, because I know that you have to talk to some people and it's like, we've talked about this over and over again, right? That's the part of my teaching that always makes me not want to, is that those who just will not take the information, it is so <laughs> frustrating, right? It's like, we've talked about this, right? So I know you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I do know. I do know. Yes. You know what? You said the key word though, teach. So that is just who I am. That is absolutely just no question. My purpose, look at my horoscope give me a psychic reading, you know, whatever. It comes up um, all the time. So that's what drives me. That's what motivates me. That's how I thrive. That isn't the purpose. That isn't the drive. That isn't the motivator for everyone who's out there doing similar work to the work that I do. Um, But that's the only reason to do the work as far as I'm concerned. And so, yeah, that's just it. That's the motivator. You know, I'll be teaching till I take my last breath. Oh, that's beautiful to know, to know that, you know, that you're doing the right thing. That's, that's half the journey. That's most of the journey, right? To figure that part out. And then you figure out what the next step is. So what's next for you? I know you have a lot of moving parts. You're helping a ton of people. Um, I'm sure even through your weekly live sessions, there's a lot going on. So what is it that you want to see unfold? you know, as we are entering this new age, because I know there has to be a vision. Yeah, for sure. Well, again, it's really about the place that I truly believe that highly sensitives are meant to hold within the world. And as you said, we're at this real pivotal place, right? There's a lot of darkness that's happening right now. But in everything that I'm teaching and sharing, I just come back to counteract the trend. That is the, that's the mantra, counteract the trend. So what are the tools that you need? What are the teachings that you need? What's the training that you need so that you feel buoyed up, you feel strong enough to be able to follow the thread of your own call and 
counteract the trend and step forward in a place of empowerment and leadership as a person who's highly sensitive. So that's just, you know, that's where my work is um, over these next years. Plus, it'll show up in all different kinds of ways, but it all comes back to that because we really, truly have something to offer as highly sensitives. We've just been quiet and in the back seat for way too long and it's no longer the place that we're meant to be. Oh, I, I, I believe it 100%. So as you're navigating, um, and I and I purposely say the next few years because I, for some reason, going into 2020, I knew that this wasn't the year to focus on. It was so prevalent. And if you, when people go back and probably hear the shows that haven't been released yet, and I talk about 2020, I kept saying, I'm not focused on 2020. I'm focused on 2030 because I feel mm. like there's a lot of work to do. Love that. Years. Yeah. And love so that. I wasn't, haven't been devastated by the lack of moving around or things that there's no heartbreak from not accomplishing anything here because I was never looking at here. I was looking at the bigger. Uh, I felt like we had a lot of work to do and the work we had to do was going to be significant and it wasn't going to happen in 12 months. Yeah, I and, love that. And, and so as I'm thinking about that and I'm having my aha moment, y'all, I'm like, wow, mine just blown. It just came to me and I'm listening to it. And I'm like, so as we're navigating and as we are focusing on the next few years and as you're doing your journey too, and you're enlightening and you're helping people adjust and, and connect to that, what vibes and prayers can we send your way to help you keep the power and keep that energy going and stay in tune to what you need to do? Mm, I so appreciate that so much about that. I appreciate strong and steady. So that's been my mantra. And I don't think I probably, I don't think I could have clear have said it as clearly as you just did, but also like leading up to 2020 and especially like 2018 and 2019, uh, it would always be like, just like a thorn in my side. Every time I saw something on the internet was, which was messaging, like you can have this in the next 30 days and you can be this and, you know, year or less. And I was like, no, <laughs> you know, that's, such a wrong message to be delivering. So I've really always been about the long term and I've been about strong and steady. So if there's anything that, you know, anyone feels that they want to send my way, that's it, which is just, you know, that, that core energy to be able to stay strong and steady through and beyond these exceptional times so that we can counteract that trend of darkness and we can truly shift things in the new direction that is so, so desperately needed right now. Oh, you got it. I'm sending it. Can you feel it? Can you feel it? Like seriously, strong, it. strong and steady. <laughs> that's, that's important. Like that's a great mantra to have um, because there are always going to be hiccups. And, and as you said, there's a lot of peaks and I agree with you. 2018, I was in a funk the entire year. Mm. Like I could not shake it. Something was off. Mm. I could not. And I'm normally a very optimistic go-getter. Um, I didn't know what direction to go in. So mm. it, was, it was really frustrating to me because I knew that I had, it was time to change paths. I knew that it was time to do something or add something to whatever it was that I knew I was doing. I felt mm -hmm. like I'd been on the right path, but I was literally stuck at a stop sign, not a four-way stop sign, right? Mm -hmm. so I didn't know which path to go down. And it took me 18 months to really just get quiet, keep digging, keep listening, keep meditating, keep reading things and everything I could do, connecting with people 
uh, to get the reassurance of what with without a doubt because for me i'm one of those if i don't know it without a doubt i'm not doing it because mm-hmm. it's my idea it's not truly what i'm supposed to do mm-hmm. you know um but yeah it took me that long so i i'm here i i get what you're saying um i know that pe- we've gone down a rabbit hole because that's what i do <laughs> but as people are navigating and they're 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 intrigued by this conversation they want to know more where can they follow you and how can they support you yeah, for sure. Well, before I say that, I just want to acknowledge you because that's such a valuable message that you just gave. And, you know, I hope that you're giving that in as many places as possible, telling that story of the 18 months, because people really need to hear that. And again, like now more than ever is we, we've got to get over that instantaneous message. It's just not what's going to get us through this time. And teachers are needed that can show the way and the value of that investigative 18 months. And I know that I can just relate to that myself. So um, yeah, to find me, I would say come join us at weeklyactivations.com. That's really the best place. Give yourself that gift of 30 minutes. It's 11 a.m. to 11.30 a.m. Eastern every Monday. And give yourself that gift of just setting your energy, setting your focus, using the principles of A Course in Miracles to support yourself and stepping up into that leadership. Whatever the leadership is meant to look like for you. Again, we're redefining leadership. It's not just the CEOs. It could be leader at your dinner table. That That is it. Leader as you go to the grocery store. Leader as you show up within your circle of friends. And let that set your your soul for the week. And again, that's weeklyactivations.com. No, yes, definitely. I'll be checking that out, but I'm so glad you said that because I think a lot of times we don't drive that home, especially now when everybody's talking about entrepreneur, this and start your own, this and side hustle that. But the truth of the matter is we have to have leaders within our household. Your children need it. Your nieces and nephews need it. They need good representation of of different opportunities and how to even deal with what they're experiencing. And it's all about who you can touch. It's not necessarily about this grand podium. It's about the people within your reach. That's right. Right. So yes, I have, and Heather, this is exactly what my, my soul and my spirit needed today. Thank you for answering the call. Thank you for sharing and giving of yourself uh, with our tribe today. Mm. You know, thank you. Thank you. I so appreciated this conversation. My soul needed it too. (laughs) Now, if you love this conversation as much as Heather and I did and something is here that resonated with you, all we ask is that you tag us and say it on social media. You can DM me. It doesn't have to be public. We just want to know what part of this really meant something to you. It's the little fuel that we need to just kind of keep on going sometimes, right? So if you're doubting if you should send it or tag one of us, the answer is yes, because we need it today. We need it right now. So no matter what, as you're navigating your journey today, I want you to remember that if she can, I can, we all can. This is Brunch and Slay. Mm-hmm.